Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a dinner and a dessert. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. I try to incentivize my kids <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much every day is just a stick or a carrot. That's that's really it. When you're dealing with young kids, you just have to say, hey, look, if you do something good, I'll give you a Hershey's kiss. And if they do something bad, you give them a timeout. But, you know, like that's really all you can do because my kids at their age, they cannot be motivated by, uh, let's say, morality, right? So you shouldn't lie because it's bad. Okay, well, they don't really get that. They're kind of like, well, okay, it's bad. But like, what does that really mean? Because they haven't lived long enough or experienced people lying to them enough to know, oh, I know that time when that person lied to me and that really hurt me. And if I participate in this type of behavior, I'm making a world where people lie and they hurt each other and, and that's bad. That's that's obviously much more of a of a experience-based kind of guide or philosophy, which is, hey, you know, I'm creating this world and I have enough life experience to reference these actions. So I know these are the best actions to take. But when you're seven, you don't care about any of that. (laughs) You care about, you know, getting sent to your room and you care about Hershey's kisses. You don't, you're not really concerned about other stuff. And, and it's really frustrating come mealtime because It's always, it's always like, can we have a little chocolate after dinner? And I want to incentivize them, obviously. So I say, like, okay, if you do really good eating, you can have a Hershey kiss. Or I'm trying to, you know, I don't always do that, but I try to, I try to incentivize them. They're like, hey, if you eat your meal really well, we can go out and play in the backyard and we'll wrestle around or we'll, we'll race bikes or something like that. And again, obviously you can probably tell I try to bring a lot of energy to my kids because, that's just what I do. I try to I try to inspire them and get them pumped up about about things on a daily basis. And a lot of times it doesn't work. <laughs> a lot of times my 7-year-old, he just cannot sit his little skinny butt in that seat. He cannot for the life of him stay in the seat. My 4-year-old forget it. He can't stay in his seat for one bite. Like he'll take the bite and he's off and running with the food in his mouth just screaming. It's like spitting food out the whole time. He's just bonkers. And and that's just the way it goes, right? Like we're dealing with young people. They're obviously very high energy because they're my kids and they're my wife's kids. And my wife has a lot of energy and I have a lot of energy and they they just cannot they cannot control themselves. So more times than not, as unenjoyable as it is, we totally go from like, okay, if you do a good job, you can have this, and then they freak and they, they don't do a good job. Then we have to say, okay, you didn't do a good job, so you don't get the Hershey kiss. And then they start freaking out about that. But, it, you know, at some point you have to incentivize them and stand by it. Because if they know they get the Hershey kiss no matter what, then they're not incentivized. So you have to take the incentive away. You have to say, no, you've done a bad job now. Well, now they know they're not getting chocolate. So now they just act poorly just because. And they're like, nah, just falling apart. And then it's like, okay, you're going to go straight into the shower after dinner. You're acting so poorly. And then it becomes, you don't get the rest of your dinner. You have to go in the shower right now. <laughs> Look, I shouldn't laugh because I'm not really proud of coming to those points in my, in my parenting. But that's what happens. You know, they fall apart. They don't, they don't give it a chance. They don't, 
they just can't play by the rules. And as much as I just want to shower them with affection and, and sugar, I love giving them sugar. As much as I want to want to be awesome with them, they just require they require a, a harder hand, right? I mean, they require a heavier hand. We can't we can't just give them treats and stuff when they don't when they don't earn them. And then, of course, they get down from the 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 meal and they take a shower and they complain about you know dinner and and no Hershey kiss and all this stuff. And then they go off to their room and they're like, I want I want a story and a song because we try to read them a story before bed and uh, we we sing them a song. And by this point, I'm fried. By this point, I'm just done with them. I'm like, hey, no story, no song. You're going straight to bed. And then the evening ends and we move on. The thing is, though, the ending of the day is always horrific. Okay, so forget the Hershey kiss. Like 50% of the time, the four-year-old is crying in the shower because he's just done. He's four, man. He's four and he's huge, so he's growing like crazy. He's about 80 pounds and he's only four years old. So you have to imagine his body is growing like a weed. So of course he's smoked by the end of the day. At 6.30, he can't do anything. The seven-year-old, it's like 30% of the time he's in tears and he will not, for the life of him, get out of the shower quickly. Like he'll take a 10-minute shower while my wife or I are are standing outside the the shower saying like you know kid hurry up we we gotta go right like your brothers are waiting to get in the shower go and he's like i'm trying i'm trying so then of course he does a really poor job in the shower and we end up taking away his story or song as well i was thinking about this the other day i was thinking about the dynamic of incentivizing them for dinner and the issue is with the dinner is we always have the foundational piece, right? We always have the dinner. They're always eating dinner. And then we try to make it a little bit better after the fact, right? You eat your whole dinner, eat your rice, eat your beans, eat your grilled cheese, whatever it is. And then you get a tiny little Hershey kiss. Well, that's a very small add-on to the fundamental piece of the experience, which is the dinner. But what I'm realizing is that I've started taking away the dinner completely in other areas of, of my relationship with my boys. And look no further than the story. They do something bad as I know they're going to do, right? I mean, 50% of the time, they're just falling apart. By the end of the day, they're like four and seven. And the nine-year-old keeps it together. But the four and seven-year-old fall apart. Man, they're kids. They're really small, they're, they're not experienced. They don't have fortitude to push through. They don't have resolve to like keep it together. They just fall apart. And as a result, I end up taking away the story and the song at the end of the day. And what I've started realizing is I'm, I'm actually taking away the entire meal in that aspect of their life. I'm, I'm not saying, hey, we're going to read a shorter story. And, and have a shorter song, but you're still going to get those things. I just wipe the board completely, primarily because I'm imperfect and I'm tired, right? I'm exhausted by the end of the day. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I justify it by saying, well, I have to incentivize them. I have to incentivize them. If they do a bad job, they don't get a story. If they do a bad job, they don't get a song. But I know they're going to do a bad job because that's who they are at 645 at night on the average day. I started taking away the primary aspect of the experience. 
And what's worse is that's a part of our relationship. You know, I sing them this beautiful song that we sing them every single night. And we read these stories and my four-year-old and seven-year-old, they sit in my lap and we laugh about, you know, the, the silly things going on in the silly books. And I take that away from them. I take that away from them for a behavior I'm 50% sure is going to, to come to pass. I'm 50% sure my four-year-old's going to lose it by the end of the day. And I realized this the other day. And realize that I am in effect starving them for an aspect of our relationship. Just like I would be starving them if I took away their food, took away their dinner completely. I'm like, well, you acted poorly. So you, it's not just that you don't get dessert. It's that you don't get any of this. And send them right to bed. I felt so bad when I realized that. I felt really, really silly and petty and selfish because they don't know that they're losing a part of our relationship. Maybe they do. Maybe they kind of sense it. But I was just doing it because I get to the end of the day and I'm tired. And I justify this by, something like, I got to incentivize them. I got to take something away. Yeah, fine. You got to take things away. That's true. But I'm not taking away their clothes. I'm not taking away their food. I'm not taking away their schooling. There have to be untouchable foundations of our relationship that they get no matter what, even if I'm tired and annoyed with them. Because if they feel like their relationship with me is conditional, or if they feel like at any given moment I could justify taking that away because they just acted like a four-year-old or a seven-year-old, they're not going to commit to me. They're not going to be attached to me. I won't have the relationship that I want to have with them. I think this is a big problem for a lot of people. I think what's extra and what's foundational gets very easily mixed up and confused. And I think this is a big reason why a lot of people come to the end of their child rearing days feeling like they can't connect with their kids. And perhaps a lot of people are far better than I am. That's totally fine. But I do know I speak with a lot of my students in class, you know, away from their parents. And I can see portions of this where parents just kind of gave up. And I'm not judging anyone. Raising a child is, is <laughs> I think, Edna Mode. <laughs> from The Incredibles said it best, Incredibles too. She's like, being a parent is a heroic journey under the best of circumstances, Robert. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I want to be a hero. I don't want to be petty. I want to have an unbreakable bond with my kids. And because of that, I need to focus on what's foundational and what's extra. And stop making the foundational relationship dependent and conditional on something that I know is, is likely not going to happen anyway. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. 